Hi, this is Catherine Shire, one of the authors of Pen Name Jane. Pen Name Jane is a weekly column on Patch.com that I share with fellow writer Chris Sansbury. In our columns, Chris and I explore the truths we encounter during our daily lives as mothers. We tell stories that are intimate, yet as my 10-year-old says, epic. We welcome you to respond on our Facebook page. Search for Pen Name Jane. Pen Name Jane, always right from the heart. In this podcast, I read my column that appeared on Dunedin, Florida's Patch.com and other Patch.com sites on July 6, 2011. To find the article, visit Dunedin, D-U-N-E-D-I-N, dot Patch.com and search for pen name Jane. Motherhood comes with unexpected anger. One woman explores the tug of war between a mother's needs and her children's. By Catherine Shire. On Friday night, I begged my husband to take the kids somewhere fun for the holiday weekend. The Kennedy Space Center, I suggested, since he had always wanted to go. He knew that I hadn't slept well all week, kids up a lot in the night for various reasons, and he worried that we would waste the long weekend doing chores, so I was really hoping he would do this for me. He came through. Yes, I was totally behind on sleep. I blacked out for three hours as soon as they left Saturday morning, but more than that, I was desperate for some time to myself. I've been on full-time kid duty since school let out for the summer, and it has been draining. I don't know how else to put it. Mind you, for most of the past ten years I've been on full-time kid duty, so it's nothing new. But since my youngest started part-time preschool, I had gotten accustomed to a little time to myself. Myself. It sounds so selfish. I can barely write it, much less say it. You're kicking us out. My, ten- my nine-year-old said, matter-of-factly, before they left, his voice monotone, as if to make sure we all knew the deal here. "'Mommy, why do you want us to go?' my five-year-old asked, tears forming in her eyes, a look of total incomprehension on her face. "'Why would her mommy, who loves her more than life itself, want her to leave?' "'The guilt. It can be all-powerful, all-consuming.' and it has prevented me plenty of times before from taking care of myself. Slowly but surely, I am learning how to put my foot down and shoo guilt out the door. It hurt to hear my children's words, but I knew I was doing what was best for all of us. Like I heard someone say recently, you have to secure your own oxygen mask before helping others. That's what I've been going back to all weekend. My oxygen. I have to remember my oxygen. So what did I breathe in this weekend? I slept, I did yoga, I read, my guilty, time-consuming pleasure, I read for a long, long time. I ate dinners with my family, and I feel renewed, as if the frustration and impatience have been washed from my body. It makes me sad because I know that frustration and impatience are the children of anger. They go waltzing around my life way more than I want to admit. Their mother, anger, has sent them to warn me, and some days I'm in constant battle with them, telling them to watch their mouths and go to their rooms. But they're feisty and smart and give me no end of trouble. 
that nasty, snotty-nosed frustration and his rude sister impatience. She sounds like a flower, but she is not. And I know they won't move out until their mother anger does, and that is one confrontation I do not want to have. First of all, I'd have to talk about her, and talk to her, and arrange my house so there are no rooms left for her and her kids, and I don't want to. It's too hard. Almost no mom wants to talk about the anger. Although one did this week. Antonia Malchik wrote a great essay called Self-Preservation that appeared in the summer 2011 issue of Brainchild magazine, a literary magazine on the topic of mothering. In it, she writes about canning peaches and tomatoes, comparing it to preserving her own sense of self, as if in a glass jar, to open up again when her kids are older. I loved this essay in part because I've always felt, as long as I've housed her pretty much my whole, my whole time as a mom, that anger is born of the struggle to preserve a sense of self, to take care of oneself while at the same time taking care of the constant and immediate needs of your children. It's an almost imperceptible tug-of-war, a tiny yanking on the inside each time we cut up someone else's meat while ours gets cold. Malchik put it this way, The last six whole peaches come out of the pot. I slough the skins off as fast as possible, turn off the boiling water, put the gigantic pot of skinned sliced fruit on the back burner. Through the baby monitor, my son's crying increases in intensity and violence over the rattling of his crib bars against the drywall. I stop wiping the counter and try not to begrudge his theft of my time alone. But the resentment comes anyway. Get me the F out of here. She leaves no room for interpretation, and I appreciate her blatant honesty. I'm also grateful for the women who have broached this subject in their blogs about motherhood. Here's one example written in 2009 by Betsy Shaw. Mother rage. I've felt it. It has surprised me. It has startled my children. If there is one thing I wasn't expecting from motherhood, it's the anger that goes hand in hand with it. My children aren't high maintenance. They're healthy. Our lives aren't overly stressful. We're not broke yet. I've got an amazing husband who often takes on more than his share of the work in our home. I've got good, supportive friends. Yet still, I get angry. Not now, not always, but it's there, lurking inside, waiting for an opportunity to show its warty face. This post got 89 comments, mostly from women sympathizing with the author and giving their own version of the story. For me, it has been 10 years. I know I need to renovate so Mother Anger and her children will have no place to sleep, or else old Grandma Bitterness, with her raggedy yellow apron, big backside, and flyaway gray and white hairs, will shack up with us. From the times I've met her, I know she is not one to leave once she has set up shop. That woman moves slowly, and she is a mean old grouch who no one wants around. So if you see me out taking a walk on the beach, breathing in the fresh morning air, packed with oxygen, just give me a knowing grin. They ain't got the best of me yet. Author's note. I wonder sometimes if this mother rage thing is generational. Did our mothers have it like this? I think some of them did, but others may not have. I think it all really depends on your expectations going in. Maybe some of our mothers and their mothers didn't expect to continue to develop themselves once their kids were born, and they willingly put their needs on the shelf. Some of us, on the other hand, are fighting tooth and nail, and it's exhausting. The music for this podcast 
the tune Big Fat Trouble by Big Sandy and his Fly Right Boys, was provided by Mevio's Music Alley, found at music.mevio.com.